What's good, my former nice people? This is Say Daniels with Kindness Speaks. So glad you're here. Excited to share with you these immediately applicable, life-changing principles of kindness. Let's go. This podcast is brought to you by Kindness Defined, our new bold look at kindness. This book will empower us to be kind, not nice, learn to say no with a smile, and experience the life-changing power of kindness. We've decided to shift the launch, so look forward to it by quarter four of 2020. Because of the delay, I'm also going to be dropping a companion devotional book called Kindness, God's Love in Action, where we will spend 66 days forming the new habit of kindness and giving the exploded view of kindness found in God's word. What's good, my former nice people? We are back with Kindness Speaks. Today's podcast is focusing on being kind while assuming the worst. Okay, let me break it down. Let me break it down. When we are driving, this is key. And I think a lot of us introverts struggle when we see people that can't drive. Okay, and we look at them and we, we not we're not the one to pull up next to them or go back and try to cut them off again. But we'll be saying a lot of stuff inside, but we wish we would say outside. But this is key. This is so key. We need to understand that we have no idea what is going on inside that car. We don't. We think we might know. And we kind of, we, you know, we, we, we instantly judge and, and, and critique. We look at the car. Is it dented? Does it have tint? We assume the people inside that we assume their intent. We assume, you know, and let's say some of those things may be true, but still, but some, but two things can be true at the same time. They might've wanted to cut us off, but we don't know what else they've been dealing with. And I wanted to spend this podcast talking about how to be kind while assuming the worst, assuming that the under the other individual is going through maybe the worst time in their whole life. I'm going to break it down. Let me give you this example. I think a lot of us know or, or obviously have heard by now. Chadwick Boseman, the actor who played Black Panther, King T'Challa in Black Panther, just died. He was diagnosed with stage four cancer four years ago, and he died on September 1st of 2020. This really rocked me personally because Chadwick Boseman was 43 years old. Next month, I'll be 43 years old. Chadwick Boseman is a graduate of Howard University. I am also a graduate of Howard University here in D.C. He, we never met in person. I never met him in person. I didn't probably, I probably saw him, maybe didn't know. We were on campus at Howard at the same time. And the movie Black Panther, for me, was one that truly 
inspired me to see what black excellence really looked like on 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 the on film. It was so moving to me to finally see a, a, a all not an all black but a primarily black cast of actors put on a action movie that would that swept the entire planet and it didn't have actors people of color always portrayed in a negative light as far as gangsters thugs prostitutes you know all these kind of negative stigmas but either way but but the individual Chadwick Boseman was a real inspiration to me his character his his level of 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 expertise in his craft and everything he did, he did with integrity. And I went back, it just was kind of reminiscent. I, 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 I wish I'd gone in person, but I didn't get a chance to go when he spoke for the commencement speech at Howard's graduation in, um, uh, what was that, 2010, I believe so. I, I could be getting a year wrong, but I went back and listened to it. And it was, again, it was just Hearing him speak about, you know, him standing and, 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 you know, having issues at the A building and going back and forth. And all in all, as he graduated from Howard and as he he shared part of his journey through acting and through, you know, different getting different uh, through his career, getting different jobs, and different things like that. And finally becoming the, the primary actor in the Black Panther movie. Uh, man, it was it was. It was amazing to see, but to know that for four years, he was diagnosed in 2016 with colon cancer and finally succumbed to that in 2020. Small commercial to those people of color, especially my black brothers out here. We need to get checked. And once you hit 40 plus, and if you know your family has a history of, of, of that kind of cancer or any kind of cancer, we need to get screened ahead of time so we can catch it early before it hits those later stages. OK, but but back to uh, Chadwick Bozeman, he was dealing with this for four years. And what is what what just kind of floored me was that he told maybe four people total out of the, you know, hundreds of thousands of people that that you know, he's worked with or interact with, whatever. He only told a select few, obviously his wife, his mother, and I think a few key people that were working with him while they were getting ready. Hopefully he was trying to get Black Panther 2 finished before, while, you know, while he was dealing with all of this, you know, and it just inspired me just like nobody knew. And everybody, when they found out, when we found out that he had passed, nobody knew that he was struggling the way he was and had this bad colon cancer stage four. And I just, it just, it just impressed upon me. And I wrote a blog post about it. And I want to share that with everybody today as far as a podcast, but we need to, just like he went through something so deep and so personal, but so impactful and, 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 and it rocked his health down to the to the end where he eventually died of colon cancer, but he chose not to, uh, and I heard him share it in one of the interviews, he didn't want to burden other people with what he was going through. And I think that's powerful because we think we see people in one way, 
but we really have no idea what they're going through. Nobody knew what Chadwick Boseman was going through. And I believe it's the same with people at our job, people in our neighborhood, people that we in the grocery store. And with the challenge for us to troll, to show true kindness, and I'm going to break down four points that we're going to talk about today. The challenge is that when people act in a negative fashion, in a, in a, in a harsh way, in a, in a, in a, you know, they cut us off or they, they're not really respectful of us in the rules of the road. You know, one of my pet peeves, honestly, you know, but I think it's important that we have the, we make a choice. And that's the first part I want us to, the, the fourth point I want us to make in how do we treat others with kindness while assuming the worst, assuming that they might've just got off the phone call, a phone call where, um, you know, it might be that the, 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 the mother of their child is not letting them see them at that time, you know, or they just got off the phone or they just, you know, at the stop sign or something, they got a text message and they saw, um, you know, somebody they, close to them passed away or, um, you know, they just had an argument with their spouse, whatever it is, we do not know what people are going through. Most people will never share what they're really going through, what is really bothering them. And in this space that we're in now with this pandemic, there are really people going through. But people put on a brave face, they show up, they smile, and you think you know, but we don't know. We don't know. I believe kindness assumes the worst. That, that way, it starts with the mindset. That's the first part is that this is a mindset we need to walk out of our door every day, is to assume that people would appreciate us being kind to them because of what they may or may not be going through. Just think if we put ourselves in that position, how would we want someone to treat us even though we might not care to share? We might not care to open up. We might not care to express what's really going on, but we know when someone chooses to be kind to us, in spite of our actions or our negativity towards them. That's a mindset because you have to know I might not receive what I'm giving. Nice people want to receive what they're giving. Kindness chooses to give, not waiting to receive. Okay, I, I see, I'm trying to get us to a next level. This is going to break some of us. Some of us do not have the character to be kind to someone in spite of how they treat us. But this is what I'm trying to shift for us. We need to have this mindset every day we get in our car and go to work. We go to the supermarket. We go to get gas. Whatever we deal with with other people. We walk our dog in the neighborhood. We're taking the trash out. Assume the worst when we see people. Assume that they're going through hell right now. Assume that they've lost their job. They Somebody close to them just died of COVID-19. Whatever it is, whatever it is that will help us make that shift to say, you know what? This person, in spite of their actions, deserves to be treated with kindness. It's difficult. I'm not saying it's easy. But we need to build character, this character trait inside of us so that we can we can give a, a, a boost to someone. We don't know. We don't know what they've gone through. What they the phone call, the email, the conversation. We don't know. Next point I want to make: how to be kind while assuming the worst. Acknowledge people. 
Acknowledge other people. I'm talking about look them in the eye. Greet them. Some of us, we're so busy and we're so in a rush. We have to get somewhere. So, and it's, and, and by the way, that's another way you can be kind to yourself is putting margin in your calendar. So you're not always rushing places so that, uh, you know, we, Either we need to get up earlier. So we're not always rushing. Rushing just just, just bothers your spirit. Because all it takes is one person to cut you off. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we lose it. And we snap. And we just go off. And we say choice words. Right? Not for others to hear. Usually in our car. But we need to acknowledge others with a smile. Greet them verbally. <laughs> And fellas, sometimes we, we don't have, it's not even that deep for us, fellas. We just a simple head nod, you know, that's all. But we need to acknowledge people. Kindness acknowledges people. We have to acknowledge people. This pandemic has hit us on the canvas and put us flat on our back. This country, people are struggling with, at minimal, the lack of the ability to connect physically with other people. We can't touch each other. We can't hug on each other. You know, we can't kiss each other and greet them, whatever that looks like. That is limited because of social distancing. And we want to honor people by wearing our mask, whether we like it or not, whether how uncomfortable it is, we choose to wear our mask, but we need to acknowledge other people by just saying hello, speak. We don't have to have a long, drawn-out conversation, but acknowledge people, you know? And if we're outside, you know, I don't always, I, 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 when I'm outside, I'm practicing social distance when I'm walking my dog, but I make sure I'm deliberate in speaking to my neighbors. Hello, what's up? How you doing? Simple. But we must choose to assume the worst and acknowledge people. A smile. When we don't have our mask, when we're practicing social distancing, we can boost and encourage and give life and speak life to someone who is struggling. We don't know what people are going through. Point number three, how to be kind of assuming the worst that people are going through is to give compassion. Learn how to listen. Learn how to listen. And see now, I, and I read, I'm reading with, with my book club, I'm reading over seven habits of highly effective people. And the point that jumped out to me recently was that we cannot, uh, habit number five is seek first to understand, then to be understood. The power of empathic listening and compassionate listening means that we have to be willing to be influenced by the other person to listen intently, seeking first to understand their perspective, their background, their, where they're coming from, how they're feeling about it, before we even consider a response. And what happens is a lot of us are not willing to do that. I realized I was not willing to do that because I didn't practice the first three habits. You know, uh, uh, the first three habits are, you know, um, be proactive. Begin with the end in mind. You know, um, and I'm drawing a blank on the, on the third one. But either way, the point is, if we don't have the internal character of our having our private victory, we can't experience other people victory. And we're not able to give the compassion to other people 
because we haven't done the work for ourselves individually. And that's another version of kindness is when you find out who you are and start prioritizing your life, having a mission statement. So when you interact with other people, you have that firm foundation. You know where you stand because then you are willing to listen because you're not you're not going to react negatively to hearing someone else because you already know where you stand and you're willing to you're opening your heart to hear something new that would help you go further and understand better where you stand. But see, that that takes a level of compassion, a level of compassion to to be willing to listen. And another another thing we could do to be compassionate, give someone a call, a phone, a text, check in with other people we haven't heard from. Those of us that are our seniors that we know, those of us that may be living alone, check in on them. Assume that they're feeling lonely. Assume it. You know, you just came to mind and I thought I'd give you a call. Hey, what's up? You just came to mind. I, I thought I'd just send you a quick message seeing what's going on with you. These aren't complicated things that we can do, but we have to be willing to give compassion. And the next one, the last one I want to end here, and I think this is the challenge for us introverts because we tend to bottle things up and we hold it. That holding on to stuff is, is, is detrimental to our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health. You holding on to that bitterness and that frustration. Somebody cut you off. You mad about it the whole day. You get to work late because you got no margin. You didn't leave early enough to 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 have a buffer. So if somebody cuts you off, somebody doesn't know what they're doing driving, you just ready to snap. But if you have a buffer, that means, oh, okay, take me a five extra five, ten minutes to get to work. No big deal. I built the buffer. So we see part of being willing to forgive quickly is because we built that buffer. Some of us are holding on to things and we, and, and again, we can't assume the worst and be kind if we are not willing to forgive. Okay. See that forgiveness may, I got to do a whole series on forgiveness, how to be kind and still forgive. Oh my goodness. Some of us are holding on to stuff and it's killing us. And this coronavirus, this pandemic, COVID-19 has exposed what's going on on the inside. It's exposed our level, uh, our, our level of, of spirituality how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about God, how we feel about other people. Those are spiritual uh, 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 factors that have been exposed based on what we're going through right now. And I believe it's, it's time for us to bring to the surface these issues so we can show kindness. But if we never deal with our issues, we can't give kindness because we can't give what we don't have. I promise you, as we close, let me wrap these up quickly. How to be kind while assuming the worst. Choose kindness as a mindset before you leave the house. Kindness as a mindset. Number two, acknowledge other people. Greet them. Look at them in their eyes. Acknowledge their personhood, their humanity. Acknowledge it. Number three, give compassion. Listen, call, text, encourage. And some of us that have that faith, that faith background, pray. You know who you are. And the last one is forgive quickly. Don't hold it in. Don't hold it in because we can't give what we don't have. And for us to be give kindness, we have to be kind to ourselves. And kindness to ourselves means offering forgiveness. And some of us may need to forgive ourselves for some bad mistakes, some poor choices. Okay, man, this has been fun to finally catch up. And that, but as I think about, you know, Chadwick Boseman, his life and his his inspiration to me. I want to inspire us to be kind to everyone, assuming that they might be going through the worst hell in their life. 
you might be that 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 source of strength that they have been looking for that 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 might buoy their spirit just for that one day we don't know don't assume you know why someone is doing what they're doing or why they've done what they've done do not assume because you don't know the story you don't know their background but we can't assume uh every day and we can choose every day to be kind all right y'all have an awesome day i appreciate you all listening look forward to sharing more as we challenge ourselves And as I close, challenging you to be kind and not nice. Let's go.